Welcome to the Better Business Podcast. This is Marvin Carolina Jr., President and CEO of the Better Business Bureau here in Kansas City, and we welcome you to the show. Our guest today is Janet Lockridge from Precise Operations Management. Janet, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marvin. It's glad to be here. Um, Before we get started, give us your contact information. I want everybody to make sure they have your contact, your phone number, email website, whatever you want them to have. Sure. So my contact information is Janet Lockridge, L-O-C-K-R-I-D-G-E, at Precise Operations Management. So it's Lockridge at PreciseOperations.com is my email address. My phone number is 816-269-0363. Great, great, great. Now, Jen, tell us a little bit about your business. How long have you been in business and exactly um, what you do? Sure, sure. Thank you. So we've been in business since 2013. Uh, We um, actually started out as a result of I worked in facility management for a community health center. And at that time, there were so many um, facility folks that were going to be retiring and as I stepped into my position, a lot of the intellectual property that my predecessor had went out the door when he went out the door. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, you know, we were just now introducing technology into the facility and construction world. Um, and so I wanted to help businesses capture some of that precious information before it left the building. And I set out on a quest to help facility directors um and owners and operators of businesses to capture information. I also wanted to do that in a business continuity way, Uh, being able, I have um, a background in emergency preparedness and just making sure that businesses um, can manage and mitigate any type of incidents that occur, such as a fire or um, weather event. Um, And even now the pandemic, I think that if businesses had better business continuity plans, uh, perhaps we would not have had to shut down and just those kinds of things. So that was the the quest that I set out to do. Um, quickly found out that um, most businesses like to react instead of plan. Um, and so they uh, would much rather pay for a situation after a fire has occurred versus doing what they can to mitigate a fire. That's what was my experience. So quickly decided to add safety management into my um, list of services. So we provide safety training, OSHA trainings. Uh, We provide uh, CPR, first aid, AED. And we also offer a, a training called Stop the Bleed. And this is a tourniquet program that um, helped that actually came out of the Boston Marathon shooting when so many individuals that were injured um, did not have the proper tourniquet on and they were they lost limbs and lost a lot of blood and ultimately lives were lost. So as a result, we offer this training. Um, we go on site to companies and, and do these trainings. So my, my passion is just to make sure that employers um, do everything they can to create safe and healthy working environments. And um, that's what we've been successful in doing here over the last couple of years. Now, um, the business continuity plan, is that what you said? Correct. What? Tell me, give me a 
what is that for for a business? I mean, we have obviously we have business owners listening right now. What, what exactly is that? So, business continuity plan is just being able to identify risk that um, might be associated with the business. Let me give you an example. Um, we here in Kansas City have a lot of rail. We have mm-hmm. a lot of hazardous materials coming in and out of the city. And again, most people do not realize this. But if your business is located near a rail track, it's really critical that you put a plan in place that in the event that there was some type of derailment and chemicals were uh, released, that you had a plan to mitigate that and to protect your um, employees, protect your property and those kinds of things. So a business continuity plans allows businesses to um, brainstorm and think about how they can mitigate risk um, in order to keep their employees safe. And in fact, OSHA requires that businesses have plans. They, okay. they require that they have an emergency action plan. And that means that, um, You tell your employees how to get out of a a building, out of your workplace in the event of a fire. Um, There was a well-known explosion that happened a couple of years ago um, on the plaza. I won't name the restaurant. Mm -hmm. But um, they were fined by OSHA because they did not provide an emergency action plan for their employees. And they could have just avoided that by during new employee orientation is a really good time to take that business continuity plans that the leaders and strategic uh, managers of a business develop and communicate what an employee needs to do in the event of of an emergency. So that's why business continuity plans are good. During the pandemic, a lot of companies had to go and work remote. Mm-hmm. Well, as a result, uh, they did not have the, the infrastructure in place. But a business continuity plan allows you to identify, you know, we're going to use Skype or we're going to use um, whatever the systems are that the, you're going to use. But then I also recommend for businesses to test those systems. Oftentimes we think that, oh, I'm just going to sit down one day and when I push the switch, <laughs> it's going to work. I worked um, in a facility and we had a, an electrical switch. Mm-hmm. And if the power was to go down, uh, we would be able to, we spent a lot of money on the switch. Right. No one ever tested it. And again, that's part of that intellectual property that goes out the building when people don't document procedures, don't document processes in order to pass that on so the businesses can continue to survive and thrive, um, you know, if leadership changes at any time. Now, is that similar to a safety plan? It is very similar to a safety plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me a little bit about your 2020. Now, obviously... When you talk about contingency plan, you're talking about safety plan. Right, right. You want to talk about a, how do, do I say an ideal situation? It's kind of an ideal safety contingency situation in the pandemic. How was your was your business impacted in 2020? Sure. So um, we actually go on site to provide safety training. Yes. Uh, We go on site. We have certified trainers in American Heart Association. We go on site and do these CPR first aid trainings. We could not do trainings um, after March. So we had trainings booked. Uh, One of our largest employers um, in the city 
um, is our client mm-hmm. and they immediately canceled all classes because we could not meet in person. Um, I was able to at the end of the year um, because we got it right. Once we got more information, we knew that we could socially distance. We knew that we could wear the right PPE. We knew that we had to minimize the number of participants. And so I was able to get back and do some training classes, but um, the, the training that we could have offered this, past year was uh, significantly reduced. Okay. And so what is, I mean, are there any predictions? I mean, obviously, we don't know. We don't know whether Mm -hmm. we're at the beginning, the middle, the end, or wherever in our pandemic. But are there any indications of what your 2021 will look like as far as all the safety things that you do? So I think um, it's important to continue to help businesses identify risk. Mm-hmm. and to mitigate them. The risk for one business might be different than the risk for another business. Um, so there's not a uh, always a one cookie cutter plan for everybody. So, you know, what we want to start doing is really just kind of continuing to make information available to businesses. Um, we stay on top of the latest uh, news um, and resources as far as PPE what are some new trends in PPE that are coming out? Um, I have suppliers that can get it now, whereas, okay. you know, I know it, we sell PPE also. And, um, you know, there was a time that we, we couldn't just get some things. So it's just being able to um, continuing to be that resource for businesses um, that if they have a question about, you know, OSHA reporting, you know, you have businesses right now coming up on the on the uh, required OSHA reports, the 300 logs. Well, there's some things around that as far as reporting, and we stay on top of that and being able to serve our customers and provide them with the correct information. So what are, what are the top, and I always have a top list, top three list, top five list. What are the top, what is your top five list for businesses um, that you would tell them? I mean, these are the things that they need to be aware of. Um, and, and are we talking mostly if they have a if they have a facility? Yeah. So primarily, um, one of the things that even businesses that don't have facilities and they have employees working remote, mm-hmm. they still have an obligation to ensure that they're safe. Okay. Uh, one. Um, so the top five things would be um, when you are a business owner. Uh, being able to take the time, and I always like to do it at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. is just to sit down and do a risk assessment. So the first thing is to do a risk assessment. Determine what risk might impact your 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 facility, your people, and all of those different components of your business. Give me give me a few a few of those. Sure. So um, a risk assessment might be. Um, the looking at the National Weather Service and determining um, what the weather outlook is going to be for the spring. Okay. Um, if you are a construction business, that's really important because there. And if you are doing civil work, um, that could impact your your work and okay. your your time out. Um, if it's going to be a storm season, um, you might want to make sure that your emergency evacuation plans are up to date. Um, and then if you if you're prone to floods, um, I had a company that called me a couple years ago and they kept getting flooded. They were on Southwest Boulevard and they kept getting flooded, kept getting flooded. They lost information all the time. Their computers were lost. Well, if you're in a flood zone, make sure that you put your computers up and just do those types of um, 
early mitigation steps to um, prevent loss. Okay. So the next thing you want to do, and I think that um, this is really key and really important, is to create um, your actual plans, um, but then also making sure that your leaders and everybody understand the plans. I don't know how many times companies will ask me to create a plan and they never look at it. (laughs) You know, it's their plan. I'm not going to be there afterwards. So it's their plan. Um, Thirdly, and and again, they're all important to me, but I really think um, employee engagement and really helping your employees understand your communication process, you know, um, when you have situations where perhaps the bridge is closed and your employees can't get to work, um, you want to be able to immediately get messaging out to them. Um, if there is some type of incident inside the, the facility and they don't, they need to corn off a facility or a portion of it, you want to be able to immediately communicate with your employees. So, one of the new things that we're starting is to help businesses with their employee engagement and employee communication plan. So it includes uh, safety posters, safety messages, SMS text messages to motivate employees to to want to work safely. Okay. And again, it's up to leaders for them to um, actually promote safety and okay. to get that communication out. Wow. 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 Okay. Give us your contact information again. Okay. Um, my email address is jlockridge at precise, P-R-E-C-I-S-E, operations, with an S, dot com. Okay. And my phone number is 816-269-0363. All right. Before we go, give us a reason to call you. Give these business owners a reason to call you. Something that they haven't thought about. Um, why should they call you? And there's a bunch of them listening right now, Janice. So go ahead and tell them why they should call you today. They should call me today because they're trying to run their business. And I know all aspects of safety and uh, worker engagement. I know that. That's my business. That's the part that you don't have to worry about at night. If you're you're up night at night, just trying to make sure you run your business, leave the safety aspect, leave the, the planning and the outreach of your employees, the safety planning to us, and we can get them trained and get them um, motivated to continue to keep your work environment safe and hazard free. Is there a list that you have um, or is there a list out there at all of if I don't match this top, David, a list of 10, if I can't check five of them I need to call you is there a list of anything that I mean I'm just thinking if I have five people in the office if I have 20 people in the office if I have 100 people in the office is there a cutoff before I call you or what is it you know to make me start thinking about calling um, your service how do I know you know to call me because you have no clue of what your business um, would do if it was no longer here because of a fire, because of a tornado, because of civil unrest, um, you you don't, you haven't thought about it. I have. Okay. So um, I have resources and um, tools that can help you run and manage your business and keep it moving. That's okay. what you want to do. Let me help you facilitate you keeping your business. You know your business. 
I know mine. So let me help you continue to operate a successful business. Awesome. Awesome. That is great. Jenna, thank you for being our guest today. We really appreciate you coming out and being part of this. Once, Once again, this is the Better Business Podcast. I'm Marvin Carolina, your host. Thanks again for listening in and you guys have a wonderful day.